Oh, uh, yeah, I should have known that this would happen when talking about the scene and the end scene. Okay, so questions. So how much of these experiences, like the one that I just related, are related to drugs? Because most of the things that I relate have occurred after drug use. And that's that's actually a good question, I'd have to say, because I, bet, I guess the best way to, to put it was I've had dozens and dozens of these kinds of experiences throughout my life. Why I say that I've only had two like quantifiable out-of-the-body experiences is because usually I'll catch myself out of my body either after meditation or while lucid dreaming and things like that, or I'll go straight into the places between from a dream. And the majority of those experiences will be that I'm engaged in in the moment. I'm so thoroughly engaged in the moment that my conscious mind, like my 3D mind, isn't present there. And and usually the experiences that, like one time I was moving around the, the legs of the chair as my brother played video games. Another time I was staring at a painting and then suddenly I was in front of the painting. Um, I You know, and I could, I could relate dozens and dozens of these. But what happens with most of them, as soon as I become consciously aware that it's a spiritual experience like my mind almost turns on I'm like holy shit it's happening and then boom I'm right back in my body as soon as that happens and it it used to frustrate me to no end in the teens and 20 years frustrate me to no end at all now I just take it as as yet one more thing to overcome and it's, it's a lot like learning lucid dreaming when I first was learning lucid dreaming I realized I was dreaming I was like oh my god I'm dreaming and then I'd wake up and learning how to stay in the dream while being consciously aware that I was dreaming was a skill that I developed. And I feel like it's no different than being out of body. Um, and I handle it the same way. The reason why these extended experiences have occurred on drug use, I believe, is just because the drug enabled my conscious mind to remain dormant or at least not be able to wrest control away from the situation, thereby forcing me back into just ordinary reality. Now, that's my going impression of the event. Of course, I'm sure many people, psychologists and doctors included, or just pragmatists would say no. It's because um, the drug had everything to do with it. And I don't believe that. Like, with five smoked pot hundreds, if not thousands of times. And I just think it was that one time when something lined up with something, and then away I went. Um, And that seems to be more or less the experience that I had. Yes, that is why. I think the drug use plays such a heavy factor in all of these is because I have not yet learned to um, subdue my conscious mind. It's When it becomes active, it, it still demands control. It hasn't completely sacrificed or surrendered. The second thing would be, <laughs> what is if, if that last uh, growing up crazy story was not the most... Um, out there what is the most out there one and that that'll have to be told later you have to understand that most of, of these stories i haven't told to anybody and even though some of them i'm only told to a few people so um one thing at a time and and yeah more to follow and the reality of it so here's the thing is is a lot of time our conscious mind and especially our self-importance is is wholly centered on was it real you know real versus unreal you know where we think about well if it's not real it's not worth my time and and that's it makes sense in a logical linear way but i don't think about it as that i think about everything more as like useful or not useful so what how i see it or choose to see it is i'm on a path and this path is the pursuit of freedom love and peace and along this path i'm going to experience a great 
multitude of things. And everything on this path is there to teach me something. And there's going to be an infinite number of things on the path that are just there. So I don't, so I don't get mired down in the truthfulness of things. I focus on the usefulness of them. Um, whether it be a, a story, a poem, or anything, or, in, or an event, an experience. Because even this event that I'm relating to you right now, or the one that I did in the previous episode, um, that's still just a retelling of something that happened in the moment. It's it's a recollection of it for me as well. You know, I, unless I, I go back into that space, into that moment, it's still just a retelling. And in the retelling, the truthfulness of such things. It was so heavily perception dependent. It's really turtles all the way down. It's a it's a game without end, and 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 I believe also distracts from the important aspect of it. And the important thing is what's to be learned from it, what's to be gleaned, it, to my mind. And what I learned from that experience, um, which was that there's a the part of me that is a larger part of me that is completely okay with the process. And has no problem with it. And the part of me that was that was really hell bent on being at odds with the world was just an infinitesimally small part, and also my own personal fabrication that could be released just as easily to be created. That was the important thing to me. And honestly, why I say it, even though it was such a dramatic occurrence, it wasn't one of the more odd ones. Is because none of it took place in the three D. What I like, I had a. a um, a car accident, not a crash, but I spun out going down 528 one time uh, with some friends in the car. Like that to me, because that was a full-blown manifestation of spirit of the physical. Or or when I was a child and I accidentally overdosed on, on Excedrin, like that was a full-blown manifestation in the physical. Um, you know, those are the things that I consider miraculous because it's like the spirit coming down into the 3D. The other ones I don't consider miraculous because, of course, the places between exist. <laughs> like, to me, I've never, I guess I've never really struggled with the question of what was real versus what was perception. Um, because to me, it's always just been real. So I've never, you know, questioned that. For me, it's always been more like, what was that there to teach me? And most of the time, I wouldn't have conscious volition anyway. It would just almost be like it'd be being an observer experience or the experience would be too chaotic or I feel like I'd be pulled through an experience or just something would happen and I would suddenly be um, in a different place or in a different aspect of reality and and when I would become conscious of that fact then I'd spam I'd suddenly be snapped back into my body so yes that's why I've always focused more on useful versus not useful because one that's where the effect that's where the focus does the most good. And two, because I think if you ran around trying to to hunt down the, the, the quote-unquote reality of the events or, or trying to separate truth from perception, you would just go mad. You'd become some sort of schizophrenic with delusions of grandeur because um, your mind would have to come up with reasons for things. And those reasons would probably just spin out of control. So definitely, no, just stay focused on freedom, love, and possibility and accept everything that occurs on that path is just part of the path and um, follow the roadmap. All right, cheers. Much love. Grown up crazy. Addendum. <laughs>